Welcome to track number two of Labor to be Blessed. And full-time ministry has also matured a little with the coming in of several bishops, people who are bishops in the church. So, that is also, has also been important. Because you see, the way the church started, you could get confused. Sometimes I remember we have somebody who was ordained and he works at the pathology and mortuary. And somebody who works full-time in the church is not ordained. So when there is a wedding, we have to call the doctor who is at the mortuary to come and officiate a wedding whilst there are pastors there who are full-time but they are not ordained because they came in as young people and were not ordained. But this one was an old an old person who has been with us and is a lay pastor, but he's a medical doctor, he's a pathologist, so that we have to call him to come and officiate, which is our work as full-time pastors, but he rather has to do it. So there were a lot of anomalies because of the people who came in full-time and those who didn't come in full-time. It caused a lot of things. So we had issues to do with ordination, things that we have had to correct along the way. You know, de-ordain people, ordain, correct, change the rules and the regulations. But it is not out of irresponsibility that we just change things. No, no, no. There, are very, there have been very good reasons. And we, we, we found it difficult to do, but it's like if we don't do it, the, the system will get spoiled. Yes. And then another problem that, uh, which I was, what I was trying to remember was that the terminology, the dress code, and so on, were all contributing to the deception of people who are lay pastors. Because like I said, you, if you'll be very truthful and honest, it's a privilege that you have that you were allowed to work in the ministry. But then we find out that we call you overseer. General overseer, that's the title for Dr. Mensah Hotabo, general overseer. And you, a lay person, you are a teacher somewhere, you are a, a doctor somewhere, you are whatever, you are holding the title of one of the biggest churches in the country, the head of it. Let's be serious. And then we realize that many of the lay pastors right were misunderstanding the privilege that was being given to them yes and so that is why the context of bishops full-time real full-time bishops whose profession and work it is to do ministry had to be also established in the church worldwide yes clearly as distinct from people who are lay in the ministry now to the current situation right now we are left with two things two things maybe three one is that um, the improved lay ministry that we are having now must be matured I want the improved what we have now because it's improved to be moved forward in maturity are you with me yes. 
Yes, that is what I wanted to go one step further, if not one step more than one step further. I wanted to become an improved lay system. And then the second thing is that lay ministry has great risks of being eliminated from the church. Yes. Why do I say that? Historically, if you look at the ministry, in most churches, there's nothing like a lay pastor. Yes. But if you look at churches which are worldwide and very big, they have a lot of lay people. But most churches don't have lay people. So if we are not careful, right, the wonderful lay ministry that has built the church, and when I say built the church, I mean it. I mean that the lay ministry has built Lighthouse Chapel International and all the other denominations has built it. If you, if you don't recognize what brought you thus far, you are a fool and you stand to lose it. Now, it's not that I'm saying something that I can sense someone, but you see, in the future, somebody who doesn't respect lay ministry can come and before you realize, but you... Are you not, uh, do you not work at uh, 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 Department of Water? You work at Department of Light. Let's be serious. We need real pastors, not, I mean, such. That's how people can talk. And before you realize, there is no lay ministry again. And the lay ministry can also be spoiled by people who now charge. My mother-in-law was the vice president of a Methodist church. And she has the, the vice president of the Methodist Church is always a lay person. You know? So she was telling me of some of the changes that are happening in the lay ministry in the Methodist Church. And it's alarming. It's alarming. Because they are oh, ancient lay. It's something they, you know, when you go to schools, you say, who is the headmaster? Reverend Peters. Uh, who is the headmistress? Reverend the sister, sister this. Sister, that who is the uh, uh, the one in the doctor that who the clinic is Reverend this. We never say that they are lay pastors. That's all. Reverend is the headmaster. Reverend is the math teacher. Reverend is the biology teacher. Or not? Yes. yes. We've known it for years. I think presbytery is like that. Oh. Yes. And Presbyterian has more churches. Pentecost has 2,500 buildings, church buildings in Ghana. And Presby Church has 2,000 and a lot, 2,000 and a bit. It's the second biggest. Yes. And before Catholic. Yes. Before Catholic. And then Methodist is 1,000, about 1,000. We are number seven in terms of church buildings in the country. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we are nowhere near. <laughs> we are nowhere near. We are nowhere near our big brothers. <laughs> but we are forcing to catch up. Yes. But Pentecost is the big one, and Presby, Pentecost and Presby, they are the big father and mother. I tell you. You know, Presby is the first church in Ghana. Eh? You know, the missionaries were all Presbyterians. And then Church of Pentecost have overtaken. Everywhere you see they are there. Building, 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 building. We, we did our own research. We have the exact number of church buildings, not churches, church buildings in Ghana. You know, so if you take away the lay ministry, if somebody can say, but you, why, why do you work? Are you not an accountant? Ah, let us have proper anointed people. This is how people talk. You know, and, and so I am doing this meeting to create a concrete wall. Do you understand? A concrete wall. Yes. To, to block any such wickedness. Yes. Yes. So, very, very, very important. All right. Oh, I don't know why you are standing. So what, what, I, what, I, what I want us to do in this conference is to, is to do something and establish something that will be difficult to spoil by somebody who doesn't understand lay ministry. Yes. And you see, it's interesting. It's interesting. The other problem that I didn't mention, you know, has been that you know, I like the lay ministry. I know what it is because I've been a lay pastor for some, time, for some years. And when I stretch out my hands happily to see lay pastors, you know, then I find out that they are not happy or they feel I'm not happy with them. Do you understand? Like you love the person. So, oh, I love you. So, eh, are you sure that I love you? <laughs> and it's very difficult to love people who think you don't really like them. Yes, they like somebody else. No, it's, it's, you are just, I mean, you don't really like. Oh, I'm, I'm very happy. Are you sure? <laughs> and that is a problem that people sometimes have when they marry a second person, like a second marriage. The spouse is dead, you know, and they marry. Let's say the first wife was called Susie. I hope there's no Susie here. And then you marry a new person, Francisca. 
when you, you stretch out your hand towards Francisca. So you just turn around. You are here, Francisca. When you stretch out your hand towards Francisca, and you say, I love you, you say, hmm. You say, Oh, you are beautiful. You say, oh, I know. I'm not like Susie. I know that you are thinking about, as you are looking at me, you are thinking about Susie. Maybe Francisca's whatever is bigger or smaller than this one. You say that, Ah, I know that it's not like Susie's own. Everything. It's very difficult to marry such. It's a cursed marriage when you have such a, a spouse. It's a curse. It's a curse and a curse, man. They rarely struggle. I like you, this and that. Oh, when you finish, you are having sex or whatever, it's like, you see that the person's mind is on something. I know you are thinking about uh, it. Is it nice? So when I see the lay pastors, and so I love you, I say, oh, I know it's full time pastor that you are. I say, oh, I'm so happy you say, oh, I know you, the missionaries that you, are, you want to say. I say, oh. And I say, oh, oh I, I'm so happy to see you. Charlie, come. I say, oh. I know what you are thinking. I know what is in your mind. Yes. The new husband will be rubbing the, what do you call it? It's not as big as the... Is it the right thing to say? Too bad, too bad. The same shape. Bad, bad. Hey. Smaller, bad, bad. Smaller. Right, it's, it's not as big. It's not as, it's too hard, you see. It's not as, it's not as soft as the other one. It's a different shape, you see. It's very sad. And you know, the best thing that exemplifies this is the film Love Brood in an African Port, which if we can watch, I would like us to watch it. If we can watch at least the first part of that film. We, we can continue. Martha, can you film it for us? Love Brood. An African pot. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's a fitter who married a lawyer. She never accepted that he, li- he loves, she loves him. So I love you, so hello. I saw you talking to that uh, lawyer. Ah, it is his word. Oh. Ah. It's an accursed marriage. It's an ill marriage, an IMC, ill married couple. When you have such a marriage, you'll never be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people who labor under this kind of marriage. They labor, they labor, they labor. They are, they, 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 they are, they struggle. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, the person's mind is suspicion and worried, thinking. Always is that. You know. I know what you are thinking. When you hold the breast, I know what you are thinking. What, what am I thinking? I'm so 
I'm holding your breath. What are you thinking? I, I know it's not as big as I know that it's not. Because Francisca is ebony black and Susie is golden brown. So he said, I know it's golden brown that you like. Look at it. Chocolate. Golden tree chocolate color. It sounds funny, but those who are in it, they really cry. They are very sad. And there are people here like that. That's how hard your marriages are. Some of you here, that's how your marriages are. No matter what they say, you always believe. And those whose husbands or wives or whatever like somebody else, they don't say that. Those who generally like, really like another. They don't hear that. They are humble. They are quiet. Yes, they are cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's madness. Usually, such people have what we call a delusional disorder in psychiatry. If you check the person, you see that every other thing is okay. The mood, this, it's not schizophrenia, it's not uh, depression, it's not anxiety. They have only that particular psychiatric symptom that they have that concern that this is the case. It's called a delusional disorder. It's not schizophrenia, it's not anxiety, it's not depression, not bipolar, it's called delusional disorder. It's a mental, and it's, treat, it's as serious as schizophrenia. Yes. Those of you who have forgotten your psychiatry, you can check your notes. Yes, you can check your notes. It's called delusional disorder, isolated delusion. Art students, take notes. Yes, yes, yes. It's a problem. So, lay pastors, when I stretch out my hands towards your beautiful, you must say, you must smile, say, yeah. Like, not that you'll be saying that, oh, I know your mind is on the missionaries and you want to ask those who have gone to Mali and those who are. Have gone to die in KJB and whatever, you know, those are the people that you like. We there, you are just putting up with us. And so, I say I like your bum bombs. Why are you saying that? You know that? Why, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you saying? I say I love you. What else? Ah. I've chosen you. I say I like you. No, you like Golden Brown. I say I like you. I don't like Golden Brown. You are spoiling the happiness. So, all our cursed marriages are broken in Jesus' name. So, don't let our marriage between me. I wrote the book like us. You see, it's like a love letter. I wrote us. I say, I love you. I like you. I love you. And he said, No, no, you don't like us. You don't. You don't. You don't. I don't have a book on full time ministry. Yes, I don't have a book full time ministry. I've written like us. You rather are saying that it's not you that I like. I like others. That happen in the church when there are no people. Yes. I've written a book, a whole letter, letter in the form of a book. There are husbands who write long letters, 
trying to explain this. I love you so because on the, on the 17th of September, this what I did. I said this. I said that. I want to remind you about this and that. It doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't work. I know that you, what you want are big bottoms, and I, I don't have I don't have that one to offer. I know that that's what you want. Because the first one had a big bottom, and mine are small. <laughs> hey. Are you still around? So I believe that maturing of the lay ministry and happiness in the lay ministry and acceptance and flowing. Next time I hold your lay breasts, you must rather be doing some logoligi. You must do some logoligi with it. Not be saying, "Are you sure you like it?" it." (laughs) Respond and flow. I not be saying you you like another one. Is that mine? Is like Friday again? I know that you don't you don't want the Friday. I like I've chosen it. I know about the Friday. I say I like it. Is it amazing? So please, you know. You know, I had one lay pastor. He was the only lay pastor who came around. I was so happy with him. You know, yeah. And I always used to tell him that, you know, I really like you because you are the one who is so happy to be with me. Yes. Always, you're happy to be with me. You never think that I'm against your work, against your business, against your... So I like I always go with you. Everywhere I'm going, I go with him. I say, let's go, let's go. You, you like me. You're happy with me. Yeah, if I'm not coming full time, I don't ask you about full time. I'm always asking about his work so that the work will work better. Yeah. I said, as for you, I like you because you like me. Mm. Charlie, pray that you get somebody who likes you. Not somebody who will be tell when you when you when you wrap a small dish and then you say that it is not as uh, white. It's not as white as widespread. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Yes. I told him, I said, I like you. Even I have the person who normally would drive when I was alone. He shouldn't drive. You drive. Yes. Always say I'll sit in his car. Always. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because he's happy. He never thinks I'm again. Never. It doesn't come in his mind. Never thinks of anything negative. He was so happy. Even when he traveled, he came to Ghana. I said, oh, I'm coming to you. I felt loved. Although it's older than every, I'm coming to you. Oh, that's why. Although I preach this, this is not afraid of all those messages. 
you have to tell, I'm coming to preach. They say, as for bishop, is coming to preach. Kill yourself for Jesus. Wow. Please, don't do that. I want to rather pray for your work to work. I want to pray for your business to work. I want to pray for what you are doing to work. I want you to have more houses. You can ask those who, who have the whatever to talk to me. I will always be praying for you. Show you do this, do this one rather. This one can help. Pray for them. For things to work. So don't, don't spoil the love. Make it very difficult. I've taken you for dinner. I'm looking into your eyes, saying with dreamy eyes and saying, I love you. And then your head is bowed. So, oh, why is your head bowed? I say, I, say, I love you, sir. Anyway, <laughs> why? why? What are you thinking about? Oh, you also, then you t- answer, you also have the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit what I'm thinking about. Ask the Holy Spirit what I'm thinking about. He will tell you. Is it the right answer to give? You've made yourself quiet. I ask you, what are you thinking about? You tell me that I have the Holy Spirit. I should ask the Holy Spirit to tell me what you are thinking about. But we all, we all have the Holy Spirit. Amazing. So we want this love brood in an African pot type of relationship. Away. 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 And we want a concrete wall around the lay ministry so that because you see now in 16 years time I'll be 70 years old yes yes how long will we be here talking so all we are doing we must do with the mind of exiting yes so now my lay ministry project is about the future and i want you to think of that too yes that lay ministry will be preserved not not just preserved that is just there but it will be a great feared aspect of the ministry yes mature in what it is i need you to do that i need you to do that I want it to be that when I am 70, by God's grace, the kind of lay pastors that will be in the system, nobody can doubt that the lay ministry is a good thing. You see, you can have something that makes you great, but you don't know what makes you great. That's why when Tiger Woods wrote a book on golf, the, in the introduction, the person they wrote, they said, Usually, people who know how to do things don't, don't know why, how they do it. So they can't explain it. They can just do it. But they can't explain it. So he, that was an introduction. 
So sometimes when you have something that makes that really works well, sometimes you, you don't know why uh, and how. So you, you can easily ignore why and how and, and go for other things. Yeah. You see, so Lighthouse and UDLC, whatever, UD, United Denominations, what we have today is from Lay. A huge section of it is from Lay. Full time is also another huge world. But you can't discount the Lay. It's too big to set aside. So we need to concrete the wall around it, not just for preservation, but for improvement. Hallelujah. Wow. Is it fantastic? Is it amazing? And then we need to specialize in the layman. So this camp is going to be sharing about specializing as lay people. Yes, specializing as lay people. Amen? Yes. You may be seated. You may be seated. Beautiful. Is it fantastic? Is it beautiful? Now, let's go straight into the um, maturity of the lay ministry. First Corinthians 13, verse 10. Give me one of the chairs. The orange one right there. Beautiful. Somebody's blessed. Somebody, thank you, is blessed. First Corinthians 13, verse 10. When that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Wow. Now, for the next couple of minutes before we break away for lunch, I want us to look at the maturing of the ministry of the layman. Amen. Amen. Now, number one, maturity is to 
admit and speak freely about the call of God. Amen. Admit and speak freely about the call of God. You know? Honestly declaring and distinguishing between those who are called to lay ministry and those who are disobedient to the call to full-time ministry so that the foundation of deception is taken away. You want me to read it slowly? (laughs) I'll, I'll say it slowly so you write it down. Maturity is to speak, is to admit and speak freely about the call of God, comma, comma, honestly declaring and distinguishing between those called to lay ministry and between those distinguishing between those called to lay ministry hmm? and those who were disobedient to the call to full-time ministry did you get that distinguishing between those called to lay and those who were disobedient to their call to full-time ministry both are lay pastors those who are disobedient to full-time ministry and those called to lay ministry they are all lay pastors do you get it so that comma so that the foundation of deception is taken away amen Did you get that or I should read it again? Again? Maturity is to admit and to speak freely about the call of God. All right? You must speak freely about the call of God. Honestly declaring and distinguishing between those called to lay ministry and those who were disobedient to the call to full-time ministry so that the foundation of deception is taken away. Yes. You see, we are all lay pastors here. Some are disobedient full-time pastors. And some are called to lay ministry. We are all here. And the maturity is to speak freely about it and openly about it. Because as long as you deny its reality, you cannot even be forgiven or be given step two from the Lord. Yes. Because unless you confess it, 
and speak freely about it. Do you see? You don't recover from it in a way that you should recover from it. And both are full-time. Both are lay pastors. So now I wonder. <laughs> huh? Give Bishop Saki a microphone. He says that it's time for honesty. <laughs> well, I'm saying that time for honesty has come. So one by one. <laughs> who are those who have been called for, to lay and who are those who have been disobedient to come into full time? Time for honesty has come. <laughs> Speak freely. That's it. <laughs> Do you think there are some people here who are supposed to be in full-time ministry but who are disobedient to God? If you think there are some people here like that, raise your not necessarily you, but just raise your hand. And do you think that there are some people? And do you think that there are some people who are called to lay ministry? Like their ministry is lay. They are not called to full time. If you think so, not necessarily you raise your hand. Lay for uh, life. Now, why should you openly declare and admit something like that? Huh? It helps you to freely love. Love. It makes you free. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get your mysterious, yes. <laughs> Who is that? Yes. I identify yourself and uh, speak forth freely. Yes, my, my name is, thank you, Bishop. My name is Dodi Seidu from um, Achimota Council. I think that when you are able to admit whether you are called to full time or you are disobeyed, Sorry, you're called to lay ministry or you're disobeyed and going to full time. It will help you to take the appropriate action. So if you're called to... What about if you're not prepared, if you're not ready to take any actions now? You want to continue in the disobedience. Anybody else? Somebody at the back. Come, come forward with your hand if you lift your hand. Come, come. Come forward. Come forward. Otherwise, you know how long it will take to come all the way to you and then. Thank you, Bishop. My name is Pastor Philemon from. I, I come and stand in the front now. Okay. The, front. the other brother who wanted to speak, come quickly to the front. If you want to speak, just come to the front and jo join the queue. I may, I may give you a chance, I may not. <laughs> Thank you, Bishop. 
Bishop, I think that when my name is Pastor Philemon from BBN Church. BBN? Yes, please. Wow. I think that when you know that you are supposed to be lay, you are relaxed to do your work, and when you know that you are supposed to be full time, you still continue to think that you have to be in full time. But when you understand it too, it prevents you from that frustration. Because all the time you'll be thinking about, I'm supposed to be in full time, but I'm still here. It's like you can't concentrate on whatever you are doing. How old are you? How old are you? I'm 34. You are young. Go and sit down. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need people. You are too young. You are too young to comment about this matter. This is a matter for mature. Uh, if you are, if you know you are young, go and sit down, please. Uh huh. My name is Stephen Bonzi from Collegona Council. Your name is what? Stephen Bonzi. Okay. From Collegona Council. I think that when you clearly declare whether you have disobeyed to go into full time, one of the things that there's a certain burden that is always on you if something is supposed to do and then you have disobeyed. So when you openly say it or talk about it, it kind of makes you a bit free and then you know that you have done something wrong. Then you can takes necessary steps to correct it if you can about it. You are, you are young. Take it. Give it to somebody else. Hello. I'm uh, Raymond Beku, a Kaddish QFC uh, Spintes Council. I want to quote <laughs> from one of your books, Spiritual Dangers and uh, the danger of duality. And here you wrote that self-deception is one of the worst forms of delusion. So, you know, you said to clearly explain the foundation of deception, which I believe because if you are not able to admit that you are either called into full-time ministry but you disobeyed, or you are called into lay fully. If you yourself cannot admit, it means you are working in self-deception. And it gives, it becomes the foundation for working in deception in the ministry that you are called into. That's why I believe. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm going to call Bishop Saki to just pop, call out some of our older lay pastors to speak freely. Yes. This this section has the older. This. So I'm to call Steve from London. Steve. Speak freely. 
boldly as <laughs> well my my take on this is i've had um well i've been in the church since 1994. um i know i've had bishop doug bishop richard and some other bishops asked me about even to respond to the call to be a pastor. I did it for a very long time. But somehow they had the patience and accepted me when I made up my mind. Now the call to full time, I know it's been, it's been hovering around my head for a very, very long time. <laughs> Bishop Dak hasn't asked me full time before. I'll tell you that he hasn't asked me full time before. I'm sure he would have loved to ask me, but I'm sure he, know, he knew the kind of answer I would have given. <laughs> Bishop Richard is also, but look, you need to be comfortable in whatever you're doing. I love lay ministry. I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I get to church Sunday at 8 o'clock, 8.30. I don't go home till about 11 o'clock in the evening on Sunday. Meetings after meetings. It gives me a certain sense of worth that I can... I'm a lay person. I, I, I get paid by local authority. Yeah, to take people's children away. <laughs> but I, that's what I do. But on Sunday and on Tuesdays, Bishop Richard has given me an opportunity to, to pastor a church, his church. Where have I come from? Who am I? But I feel very comfortable. I feel very, very, very comfortable. People have asked. I went to a wedding once, Bishop. Uh, Sir Philip asked me to cover a wedding once. And I sat by a church of Pentecost, uh, Reverend Minister. The first question I said, you, you don't, I hear you don't get paid. That was the first question he asked me. He, the man was wearing big collar. And he said to me, he said, I hear you are from Lighter. I said, yes. I hear you, you don't get paid. I said, yes. So how do you do it? I said, well, we love what we do. We love what we do. Yeah. So I, I think the, 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 the key, I mean, to all of us here, this point is a very, very powerful point. The key is you must love whatever you're doing. If you love whatever you're doing, I think the room for complaining also decreases. If you, are have, you have that kind of longing to go into full-time and you are not doing it, then I think that's where the problem is. For me, I think even I'm asked now, I'm more than likely to say I prefer lay ministry because that's what I've done all this year, since 1997. I've been doing it, and I love what I do. I, I, I don't think he has answered the question. Oh, yeah. I think the question is whether is, I, is, he, has, he, has, he, has, he has given a good testimony yeah. of how powerful and enjoyable it is to be a lay pastor yeah. and how the lay ministry is a very great thing. Yes. No one needs to pay him or call him to do it. He's doing it with all his heart. But the point is that should I have gone into full time? Maturity is to admit and to speak freely about the call of God, <laughs> honestly declaring and distinguishing between those called to lay ministry and those who were disobedient to the call to full-time ministry so that the foundation of deception is taken away. So do you think you are called to lay ministry or you are called to full-time ministry and you are disobedient? Which of the two? Hmm. I think I'm called to lay ministry, Bishop. That's what I think. Yeah. You've never have had a thing of consideration. No, he, has, he will have to consider. He's been in the church since 1994. <laughs> it's, a, it's a consideration that will come. come and go on. I mean, it's an invitation made to yeah. all. Yeah. 
it's not an invitation that was made privately to some people. Yeah. It's made to all. So there's nobody here who will not, never have considered it. New Bahamas concerned. And some of the messages are strong. Oh, yes. Some are strong. Very strong, Bishop. When you hear, you, you, you tremble. Oh, yes. I've been the subject of some of them myself. You've been the subject oh, of some? Oh, it was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Passes of thousands, yeah. Passes of thousands. Yeah. It wow. was very hot in the UK, but we are here, Bishop. Thank you very much. Uh, he believes he's called to lay ministry. Beautiful. Thank you. Maturity. Now I'm stuck. <laughs> Dr. Nosh. Well, uh, the question is uh, uh, being called to um, lay or being or disobedient to a full-time call. I mean, basically to answer for myself. Uh, I've, had, I've had that uh, question in my mind over and over again. Am I really a lay person or am I a disobedient full-timer? <laughs> and I've thought about it. But, like I said, if you ask me, I think or I believe I'm a lay person, and this is my reason. Because even though I've had opportunity, invitation from the beginning of the church, I've been around few people from the start of the church, notion, notion of the, I, I, and I've heard it over and over again, but I've never felt it was for me. <laughs> yes, I've heard it. I've never felt it was for me. No, for, for, I mean, like, I've heard it, the, 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 but I personally have not felt that, look, this is me. And, and because of that, I've also not felt intimidated or reserved when I'm around full-timers. Because I don't, I don't feel like I'm being disobedient. Because I've thought about it that, it is, I mean, after being around for so long and hearing all this, uh, I think that if I am, uh, if it's something for me, by now, some, something should click in me to go. <laughs> yes. But isn't it, also, isn't it possible also that, I mean, is it possible also that if some of you have been around for a long time, you can cross the path and your conscience gets seared, so you don't feel guilty anymore? Is that not also possible that you cross the line of guilt and so you have accepted it? It's, 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 it's probably possible. It's, it's possible. I mean, it's possible that maybe you've, become, you've heard it so much, you've become immune to it. But I, I, I'm still wondering, it's difficult to tell. Unless you say that this road does not exist. If you say if, if lame road does not exist, then I can say that maybe I'm being immune. But how? But this, there's this road and there's this road. So I, I'm on this road. What makes <laughs> it? So, 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 no, I'm, I'm serious, please, please. So, so, I, I understand what Bishop Saki is saying. So, what makes me feel that I'm actually, I'm on this road, on this road, so, what, uh, I've thought about it. If I say I haven't thought about you, I've, I've thought about it, I've thought about it, I've asked myself, I've uh, meditated on it, that is it, uh, is it a road that I'm being disobedient on? And I've had that question in my mind, over and over again. It's, it's not, I didn't take it lightly at all. 
But on the other hand, too, I feel like, is it also something I am doing because I'm expected to do it? <laughs> that, that's also a question for me. You understand? And, 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 and like what everything the bishop said, I've had all those, all those uh, relation differences, distant relationships, but I also feel, but over the time, as things are going on, I, also, I, I am more, more confident, to be honest with you, sometimes I wasn't confident. But if you ask me now, I'm more confident in the lay than I used to be. Why were you not, why were you not some time ago? Because I had questions in my mind. When you are getting used to it, so now you're used to it, when you're feeling guilty at that time, those <laughs> Oh, yes, I was feeling guilty. Yeah. I was feeling guilty at those times. Why? Because you've been around everywhere you go. Oh, Dr. Rush, aren't you in full time? <laughs> as far as the quiet, people ask me. <laughs> Yes, so it makes you wonder that, am I doing something wrong? You know, a lot of voices also affect me. You understand? So I feel like, am I doing something wrong? So when did, when, when did that feeling of guilt go away? Oh, when did that feeling? Uh, it hasn't gone away, but that, that feeling of guilt became, as Bishop began to explain more about the, the importance of lay, and lay is also accepted. And... And, All right. And, and, and anything now, when you say a concrete one, I feel a bit more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you, Dr. Nosh. So, huh? I already called Alex Ankama. Alex, Alex. Ankama, okay. Let him come to the front. Let him come to the front. Thank you, Bishop. My name is Alex Ankama, Mega Church Tesano, Achimota Council. I would say that the first Danipal, the first Danipal conference is where I got over the guilt of having disobeyed the court full time. No. So, so for years, I believed that I was being disobedient to the court full time. And it affected the way I did things in, 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 the, in the ministry. But after the Danny Paul... How did it affect the, the way you did things? I felt very guilty. And I remember the Danny Paul conference, I said to Bishop that, I mean, I felt I wasn't liked. It was a very strong feeling that I wasn't liked. Very, very strong. It was something that... I, I, I wonder whether... No, I, I don't think that... Um, that, that is a question. You see, the question is, the question is, no, please, 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 please. Do you think that you are called for lay ministry? Or do you think that you were called into full-time ministry, but you didn't obey? As long as you have been practicing lay ministry, you know that you should have been in full-time ministry. Now, when you say that something that was preached, encouragement that you know was given, helped you to overcome that guilt, 
Do you understand it? Do you understand it? It does not take away what you were supposed to be. The message came to make your existence and what you are doing, if you like, acceptable to you. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Bishop, I do, I do understand. Yeah, so, 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 so. So which one is it? So which one is it? I've, I think I've worked in disobedience. Yeah, I, 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 I feel that. So do you think you are disobedient now? For as long as I'm in the lay ministry, I'm disobedient. Okay. So. Yes. So wait, 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 wait. So this, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm saying that if he says that, then, to me, he is removing an evil foundation. That is the self-deception. That, oh, as for me, I'm called to the lay ministry. As against, I believe God wants me to be a full-time minister, but I've not been able to obey it. And may God have mercy on me. That's all. I think that that is more honest and it gives you a better foundation to be a lay pastor. That's what I think. Yes. So these are the two types. So either I, mean, I believe I'm supposed to be a lay pastor, and that's what I'm supposed to be. I feel that's what God wants. We all have the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit what, ask the Holy Spirit what he has told you. <laughs> So that is good. That's very good. Thank you. Go and confess your sins. No, you, you, to me, you are, you are better off than somebody who stands here to say, as for me, I believe that um, I have to be a lay pastor for life. When in your heart, you feel God has called you, but you didn't obey. But you don't say that. And I'll tell you a secret why after. So let him ask more people. Pastor Duke. Thank you, Bishop. My name is Duke Jamra from Bern, Switzerland. And I'm giving you 16 points on maturity, and this is the first one. Yes, this is the first point. And this is a big one. This is a big point. It's a big one. Yes. I believe that I'm called to be a lay minister, not a disobedient full-time. You are not called to full-time ministry. I'm not called to full-time ministry. Beautiful. And so you should say, I believe I'm not called to full-time ministry. I believe, I, I'm, I believe I'm not called to full-time ministry. And one of the reasons is that I have two reasons. When I see a full-time pastor, a bishop, I admire the person for what they are doing. And I tell myself, this man is really as convinced as I am. I mean, what, what you, the way you are, you are strongly, I mean, I, I, I like, I like your conviction. 
you've, you've seen a path which you are convinced about and you've chosen it and you're very strong about it and you are doing well. And I, I feel a, a, a relationship with full-timers, full-time ministry because I'm also strongly convinced in what I'm doing. I don't feel any guilt. You can, you can ask my wife sometimes. I talk to her, I said, I don't think I'm in this. So I've always been tapping my foot. I said, one day, Bishop would explain how I feel, my conviction. Even when I had not heard these messages, I said, one day, because I'm very sound about it. I don't feel any... And you are, how old are you now? I'm, I'm 49. Yes. So you are going to be older in the other points. You are going to be older and you are going to be you are you are going to need to transmit the lay ministry to up and coming lay ministry ministers. And so is Alex going to need to transmit to others that look, God called me, but I didn't obey. <laughs> no. Very important. Yes. God called me, but I, I didn't do it. This is what I did. But it's, it's not... And what you would then tell the young person will reveal uh, whether the foundation of deception is there or not. Because if you, you, you don't uncover that foundation, what's going to happen is that you will transmit almost another deception. Uh-huh. You may say, this is, the, this is the right thing. Don't mind those who are going to full-time ministry. This is it. Do that. Meanwhile, it's your rebellion that you are transmitting. And it will not end up well. Yes, yeah. That's right. That's a very powerful point that Bishop has made. Uh, we have um, a missionary in Leone right now, one of the young missionaries. He was telling me recently, and I was chatting with him, and he said uh, he had not been to his parents for a while. And uh, he visited with his uh, parents and his father. He said, since he started talking about full-time ministry and actually going, his father is so happy. His father is so happy and will do anything at all to help him. And he had been wondering why until this visit when the father told him. The father is also some form of a minister in a church. But the father told him, God called me to serve him. But I did not do it. And I'm happy that you are doing that. So I'm just saying this to say that what Bishop is saying is, is important. That if you realize that that is the case, you know, maybe through that, God would show you mercy. You know, or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a very important thing. Thank you very much. Pastor Romeo. Thank you, Bishop. My name is Romeo Siamensa, Sampa Valley, Colleague of Council. 
Well, let me say this. I mean, personally, I feel that there's a strong call of God on my life. And I believe that if I had a chance, if I responded earlier, maybe I could have done better in ministry. The potentials of the ministry, maybe I would have been more, maybe I could have done better than what I'm doing. And so I feel that, in fact, currently my messages has always been preaching even about full time to my church members. Yes. Well, I, I'm preaching currently on what it means to uh, me, uh, the, 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 blue, the new book Bishop you just written full proof of your yeah, full proof of your ministry that's what I'm preaching now to encourage as many of my young people as possible to take the ministry very serious because I feel that we are privileged to work with a great man of God. God has given us a gift to the world. And the anointing upon his life is so strong that if we take his word serious, we can go far in ministry. So are you disobedient? And so I feel that maybe I've been a disobedient for a, t- a while. And uh, I believe that maybe, I don't know whether maybe another grace may come one day for me. But whatever, whether it comes or it doesn't come, what I mean is that I'm, I'm doing my best to ensure, that, to ensure that as many people and as many young people as possible come into full time. So many of my, I, I sent five, six people to Bible school and the four of them graduated this year. And they are all out there. And I am fully in support of all of them in everywhere they are. Uh, one is in Tamale now with Bishop. One is in who? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Togo now. One is so. I feel that it was an opportunity that we might, we might have missed in our earlier days. But I believe we are so young, we are doing our best to encourage the young people to come to the future ministry. Thank you, Bishop. He has answered the question. No. I think Romeo, you are needed. Come back. Oh, Bishop, I think he has answered it too. I think he has he has tried to he has tried to bribe God by bringing more full-time people to ministry. Oh he has tried to appease God. So yes. So are you type one or type two? What's type one? Type one is called to be lay. Type two is disobedient. You should have been full time, but if you are disobeyed, if you are lay. Or you are disobeying now and you are praying about it or what? Or maybe you have disobeyed God and you are praying about it. But, or you are called as a lay pastor. God's calling is to be a layman. I don't feel that I am called fully to be a lay pastor. I feel that I'm called to be a full time pastor. And I'm disobeying. Maybe 
have disobeyed and for up to, till now I have disobeyed, but I don't know what tomorrow brings. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tiaku, Los Angeles Council. <laughs> I've been listening to the answers. I was wondering what answer I would give. That's why you If I was called for. <laughs> and you know, I realize I probably can't give a type one or type two answer. Mm. Yeah, I have to be honest. I can only speak honestly. What I do know today is that if the question ever came up um, of me becoming full time, the answer most likely is no. There was a period of time when I was between it could be or it could not be. I mean, based on a number of different things that were happening, um, as I've grown in the church, I've grown in ministry, but I don't know what I can say, whether I know um, whether I should have been a full-time person or whether I should be late. I don't have an answer to that question. Because today, as I stand here in my heart of hearts, there are so many things I still think about, consider. What I think about today is how my time is being spent. My time being spent in the circular world, working professionally as a computer engineer. And I also think of that in light of my being a Christian, a Christian worker, what I'm doing for God, how much I could do for God. How much more? <laughs> how? <laughs> how am I talking that's different from those who've come ahead of me? <laughs> Is that so? I can talk like you if you want. <laughs> What I'm saying is, today, one of the things I think about a lot is, God, if it were possible for me to devote all the time I'm devoting to my professional work, to the ministry, I would really love it, you know. And as Bishop has said, over the years, it's not a question of who's paying you. So full-time doesn't mean you come to the church, the church is paying you much less money. I don't think it's about that. So with all the, quote-unquote, thousands of dollars I'm earning today, if I was earning the same amount or whatever, I mean, not even so much about how much I earn, but if I could... What I think about today is if I could devote much more of my time to working for God, working for the church, if that's considered full-time ministry, I do not know. But those are just, just some of the things I ponder in my mind these days. So you yeah. can't say that you <laughs> yeah. are called to lay ministry or to... I cannot say it. And you can't say you are called to full-time ministry. What I can say what, is... What are you doing now? <laughs> I'm doing the work of the ministry. Lay. Yes, ministry. as a lay person. Are you doing it because 
the waves and the circumstances have put you there? I'm doing or are you doing something because you believe God wants you to do something? I'm doing what I'm doing, I believe, because I love what I'm doing. Mm. I believe that God wants me to do what I'm doing. What I have been contemplating a lot these days is what I could be doing more, because I would want to do more. That's devoting more of my time, my hours, my life to doing what I'm doing. That's what I think about. But, yeah. but, but, yeah. but not necessarily giving up much, yeah. the self-love much. But what I'm saying is that yeah. even though you want to, you have a desire to do more for the Lord, but you are not saying that that, 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 that means giving up what you mean self-love. So what I realized is over the years, <laughs> working as I've been working, it, it, it's, it's nice to be able to do what you want to do. And one of the things I do want to do is to work in the ministry and devote a lot of time to it. So if it came to being able to give up what I'm doing, to devote all that time to working for the church, I would love to do it. I'm sure I could do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the point I'm at, I'm at now. <laughs> I, I think I didn't come here. How many don't understand no, what you no, said? No, 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 no. We don't understand at all. I, a, a very simple, a very simple no, question. I, I, I only want to be honest. Yes, I want honest, to be honest. honest. What, what I'm question. saying is, I didn't come here with a. <laughs> I didn't come here with a rehearsed response. Nobody has that. Yeah, I didn't. I don't have a ready answer. I'm just trying to be honest. So, and probably if I say it's, it's, I mean, it's not fair for me to say this because I don't want to confuse things, but. Probably only heaven knows which of the two it is for me, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're sorry, you're sorry. <laughs> I don't know whether anybody can help me. All right, thank All right. you very thank much. You. Thank you very much. All right, Ben Johnson. Okay, I come to you. Uncle Ben's rice. Thank you, Bishop. My name is Ben Johnson, um, from the Kodesh. I, well, I believe that um, I'm called to lay. I strongly believe that. Um, like, I think like um, Pastor Jude said, I feel very comfortable doing what I do. I also feel comfortable to relate with the full-timers. I admire them. I, I love what they do. I love their passion for what they do. And anytime Bishop talks about supporting the ministry, um, one of the messages that Bishop preaches that really resonates in my heart is that, let's say, the man with a red shirt who devotes his life and everything he has to push the Beautiful. ministry. I, I the feel that. Is clear. Yeah. Clap for him. Some years ago, he was coming full time. Was he coming full time? When we were coming from London, we prepared an office for you to come for full time. Yes, Bishop. Yes, full time. <laughs> so, that, 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 you see, that was when, that was when, when I, you were a child, you yeah. thought as a child. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Jude Baden. I'll get you. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Megalis. Well, this is a very difficult question. Um, I think that basically, whether it's full-time or lay, the call is the call. believe that it's a progression you know from one stage to the other so you can also be disobedient at a point where you have to switch so you 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 <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want a lecture answer the question well personally I feel that I was called into the full-time ministry but I did not understand the ministry so I crossed that <laughs> across that point and, and, and I've been trying to do my best in the ministry so I, I feel that I disobeyed but I didn't understand I disobeyed the time I disobeyed <laughs> that's, that's what I, I, I sincerely feel okay so if you are going to talk to a young person let's say your son or other people. I will encourage them to go into the foot. And would you tell them that you believe God called you, but you didn't obey? Yes, I'll, be, I'll tell them I believe that God called me, but I didn't understand, and I disobeyed at a point. But by the time I realized that I disobeyed, it was time. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think so. I think that that is the, that's the answer. Because uh, maybe, maybe what somebody was struggling with, I think the answer, maybe Jude is helping us because uh, maybe like the full time came like a door that opened at a point. And then it's like, if you don't go in it, it's not that like the door is open all the time. So then you realize that it's like time has changed. So it's not even so possible to obey that thing. Do you see? So that's, that's the foundation I'm trying to correct in our minds. So that we have those who say, look, me, God called me. I didn't do it. I had the talk. I didn't do it. Don't, do, don't make that mistake. Do this. Do this. I'll help you. Just do the right thing. We have lay ministry. We have full-time ministry. I believe this is my calling. So that is what I'm trying to get us to drive out of our system. Beautiful. I think that so. That is fantastic. And many, many, many people would say that, that it's like, if I say I've disobeyed, does it mean that my, it's like the door is closed, time is gone. So it is, you, so you cross, it's like a girl that you should have married, you didn't marry. Now you can't go and say, I, want, I should have married you. You can't say that. And, and, and even, even if you take, if you take marriage, if you take marriage, I mean, Many, many people marry 
and later as time goes i consider that you know when i think about it carefully i wonder whether i really got what i really wanted or needed but you can't can't, you can't you can't you can't you can't you can't go out of it so if it's a mistake it's a mistake you made then do you understand so you may now try to understand the mistake you made very well so that you can even share with others so this is a mistake i made i was 25 years old this is what i i went into do you understand but it doesn't mean you are making a mistake when you are 26 27 28 20. you made a mistake when you were 25. yeah because it's, 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 a, it's a particular it's a it's a it's a mistake for a a, a day or a year or a moment and that moment passes and then that's your answer uh-huh. because because the what bishop interval is saying is that somebody said his mother or father was encouraging whatever that's a scattering um amy sample mcpherson's mother she was a house help to a man and his wife and the man's wife died so the man married the house help who was amy sample mcpherson's mother and he gave birth to only one child with her but she was a die-hard salvation army lady who was actually supposed to be trained and was i think she was just doing like a job for a season but when the man's wife died it was really whatever so she married him so by that she cut off the salvation army ministry that she was going to she couldn't do it again so she really wanted her daughter to do it and her pressure was so much that it even brought conflict for them in the future but that's that that story i always remember so i've heard it over and over i was called i didn't do it don't make the mistake i made don't think that i'm here because i did. even our marriages i mean if you are not honest you 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 it doesn't mean you are making a mistake for 25 years you made a mistake and you are living with the mistake but there's a, even by understanding the mistake you may even help you to manage it better let's say you married somebody who doesn't have a sound mind and you know that it's a mental thing so you, you find a medicine or a, a, a sort of concrete wall to block all those things i think this conference is about concrete walls yes 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 all right so um harry obaka two more and then harry obaka dr harry obaka I don't know how Bishop Shaki chooses the people. <laughs> I, know, I, I know them. <laughs> My name is Henry Obaka from Teshi Council. Um, I think personally that I'm called into lay. I've never really had that. You know, I admire people like you know, Bishop Oko. He knew from school when he finished that he's going to work in the ministry. I never had that feeling. So I'm comfortable. You were the president of what? Of a fellowship. <laughs> but I. Were the, you the that, SU president? No, no, the Christian Medical Fellowship. Wow. I felt that that presidency, I got it because there were no other serious Christians <laughs> in my class. 
seriously. When I was called, I accepted because I actually looked around and I thought that probably, not that I was very, you know, a certain way, but I just accepted it. And um, for the ministry, I feel that lay is my calling. I mean, that, that's my conviction. Um, so then he must inspire many other you see a, a person who is a doctor and doesn't do much for God yeah. he show him look me, I'm a surgeon this is a surgeon I'm a surgeon I do this I do that what I do for God I don't compromise that part it's a very good example yes and the foundation that is important is that are you obeying God or God called you, but you missed the opportunity, or you didn't obey him, or you are still currently disobeying him. There are, there are three things, actually. Yeah, actually yeah. Like there are three Romeo, things. Romeus is the third one. Romeus is which one? That I am currently disobeying. I can tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. This hand has been up. Sorry. What's the name? Yeah. Oh, Ricky. I can see you. I'm made from Legon. All right. Thank you very much. Okay, my name is Ricky. I'm in Red Branch in Maryland, Kodesh. Um, I am fully convinced, beyond all reasonable doubt, <laughs> that uh, I'm a lay person, and I'm going to give two reasons. The first reason is that um, I've always considered Paul, you know, Paul as a person who did the work of God and at the same time, you know, did his tent uh, business. And he was able to build more churches than people who were even full-time in the Bible. And so, um, the, the, to me, Peter. he did more than Peter. He did more than Peter and John. Yeah, so um, I believe that, um, I'm not saying that I'm equal to the full uh, timers, but I believe that what we are doing is not much different from what the uh, full timers are doing. Um, they, 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 they preach, we also preach. They oversee, um, I mean, when it comes in terms of marriage, the officiate wedding, we do the same thing, you know. But we, I, I know that they have a higher calling in the sense that their work is more extensive. But otherwise, I believe that we, we, we do almost the same thing. And the second one is, is not a spiritual thing, but I'll say it's from my wife. I've taken inspiration from my wife. Uh, for those of you who know my wife, Margaret, tall Margaret. Yeah, she was part of the church when the church started at Kolebu, you know, and she's still not a lady pastor. <laughs> she's not even a lady pastor, but she still does the work. I mean, a lot of people, when they meet her, they call lady pastor Maggie. She said, no, I'm not a lady pastor. He said, I'm not interested in the title. What I'm interested in is the job. And he's still doing the job, you know, just like how he started. So based on Paul and my wife, I am fully convinced. <laughs> Hallelujah that I'm called to be a lead. So thank you. Ricky. Ricky. 
<laughs> Ricky, I hear you. Kojo from Vancouver. <laughs> this is powerful. <laughs> Are you limping? No, I'm not limping. Thank you, Bishop. Yes. My name is Kojo from Paul from uh, Vancouver, Canada. Wow. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Bishop, to, to answer the question, um, I'm actually not 100% sure uh, whether I'm called to full time and I've disobeyed or whether I'm called to lay. There were uh, opportunities uh, to sort of become full time, but uh, I, I wasn't able to, to, to follow through, um, but it, it wasn't out of active disobedience, so I really don't know. And um, I, I, I haven't closed the door to one day in the future going into full-time ministry, so I'm really not 100% sure whether I have disobeyed or not. That's, that's also another answer. I'm not sure. That is another answer. Yeah, I mean, because the answer that Ricky was giving, although it sounded um, clever and all that, is when you are a pastor or a servant of the Lord, you must do things because of direction from the Holy Spirit based on scriptures and whatever, but you must be a leading from God. All right. So I, I would have preferred him to say that he believes that as a conviction of the Holy Spirit and is based on some scriptures like Paul, this and that, and even other good examples that he see like in his wife. Do you see? So you must have a conviction. So sometimes you are not convinced of either. So I think it's a good answer. All right. Thank you. I'm going full time. Everything is useless. See, and I didn't like the indecision that came with that. So from that time, I had well, been... I think that what is good about what he's saying is that double-minded mind is as It's good whichever line you are on to be sure. So that's that's one of the things. By the Daniel Paul conference, we are trying to give you that confidence so that you are sure in what you are doing. Then you can do well, yeah. and you not be afraid of me when I come. Is that you feel I'm angry with you? When I say, oh, I love you, you know, it's fair, and then you say, it's not true, you don't like it. <laughs> All right, thank you. Angie. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, um, which come from where? <laughs> um, my name is Angela Eladas, and I belong to the Kadesh Family Church, the Kadesh. Um, I, I have known since um, maybe 1987 that God had called me to full time and um, opportunities opened along the way that I was not able to take advantage of. And um, I have been walking in disobedience. 
Um, at a point, I made a decision that I was just going to work very hard and support the ministry. So in every way that I can, I work just to support the ministry. I don't work for, for myself. Um, but uh, I have never known peace in whatever I have done. Well, you see, I prefer that to something. And I think that this is a very important foundation for your ministry and for your life. Because, you know, that's Judas and Peter. Peter never... Look, Judas denied Christ once. Peter denied Christ three times. Three times. I don't know. I don't know him from anywhere. I don't know him. Three times. But the coming back and not saying, I'm coming as a bad person, but I'm coming. Yeah. As again, Judas, I don't want to have a meeting again. I don't want any meetings. These Peter and righteous guys who will be talking, saying things, pointing out things in my life. I don't need it. I prefer to die. I don't want to meet anybody and vanish. Yeah. But Peter keeps coming back. It's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a denier of Christ. You are a good person. I'm in a denier. But I'm coming back to the church. I think that it's, 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 it's better, it's better off than Judas, who doesn't want to discuss the topic. That's what I feel. So I'm a bit surprised at the different answers we are getting, but we're actually getting a variety of answers. Yes. And I think that the answer will purify your foundation in whatever you are doing. Yes. Yes. It will purify. Because, you know, where you see, let's say, Dr. Kojo, where are, you, where are your children, please? Which, which town? Where are they? Memphis. Memphis. Your children are in Memphis. Okay, it's fine. Yes. You are likely to be, we are likely to find, your children are in Memphis. Memphis. It's likely that Dr. Kojo lives in Memphis as well. How many would agree? Because what? His children are where? In Memphis. Now, the Bible says that Satan is the father of lies. So where you see lies, which are the children of Satan, then it means the father is nearby. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So where the lying and deception is, Satan is there. Every time you see lying and deception, the devil is there because he's the father of the thing. Do you understand? But people's fathers are usually near where they are. <laughs> so he's in Memphis. He's likely to be in Memphis as well. The father of those boys. <laughs> so if there is a lie in you, a deception in you, a self-deception in you. The, the originator of it is around you somewhere. Hey! Mercy. Oh. So I, I think that it's better to say that I, there was a door I didn't obey. I had a door in 1997, I didn't obey. I, uh, 1924, I didn't obey. This one didn't obey. Currently, 
I'm not obeying. I'm even praying for a child. If a door opens, I won't go still because I'm still disobedient. I won't obey. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I fall. That's I would prefer that and you rather pray about it. Now, I always encourage you to be like Peter than to be like Judas. Always come back saying what you are and praying. Because you see, technically you are saved though. You know, when you come to the tabernacle, you wash yourself with the blood. But after that, so technically you are welcome into the tabernacle where God is. But as you walk, there's no concrete on the floor, no tiles, it's sand. Mm. Always dirty. That's why the laver is there to be washing daily. So when you don't come back to the laver to be washing, you are rather a fool. You should rather come and say, my feet are dirty again. I've come for washing, and I continue. You get it? Yeah. Beautiful. Anybody else? Eben. Wow. <laughs> um. I would say that I believe God had called me and at the point I missed it to come in. And I believe that um, one day I'll have that opportunity again. I have been a scripture union president from secondary school, um, being a ministry president in the university throughout. And actually, before going to the university, I told my dad, I want to be a pastor. I don't want to go to the university. And he told me that, go. When you finish the university, I will support you. You know, and I believe that I obeyed that voice, went to the university. Probably my location currently is what has led me up. The Holy Spirit has guided me. I don't know, but I have that peace in my heart in what I'm doing currently. And I believe that one day, probably, by the grace of God, that opportunity will come again to enter full time. So what are you now? I'll say type one. I believe that I'm not called to lay ministry. I believe I'm not called to lay ministry. I have disobeyed at a point because in my heart I've always loved God, loved the presence of God, right from um, primary school. I believe that. And I think even before I married my wife, I remember I told her once that, look, I love God. If you don't love God the way I love God, let's break the relationship. Let's not marry. I went to her office and I told her that. No, not loving God or full time. I mean, yeah. So, so probably, probably that could also be, that could also be a confusion. You may love God so much, you may think you are called to full time, but probably you are not. That's what I'm saying that presently, I feel very comfortable in serving God. I do my best and everything. People even think I'm full time, but I'm not. And I believe that if the opportunity comes to enter full time, I will take it again. If I give you the opportunity tomorrow, will you take it? <laughs> if I give you the opportunity tomorrow to be a full-time minister, will you take it? Be serious, brother. I'll, I'll, be, serious. Serious. I'll be serious. For tomorrow, for t- tomorrow immediately, I may not be able to come. So tomorrow is no. Yes. So okay. yes. H- how long do you need? I think that when I find, if I answer, I'll have peace in my heart. I remember once I was. If you told, have, if you answer what? 
if I have peace in my heart about the answer I'm giving, then I know that I'm, I'm, I'm following the spirit mm. of God. Mm. I was once. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said that to answer without being. Answer the call. The call without having peace about it. I think I'll be working in this. But you're saying that if opportunity comes, you will come. Yes. And, and I said, when I come. <laughs> so I get the opportunity tomorrow. And I said that I didn't have it's, peace it's about six tomorrow. It's 6 o'clock. It's getting to evening now. So tomorrow. Yeah. And I said that I don't have peace about so tomorrow. So one opportunity in five years' time. I don't know. It could, be, it, could be, it could be maybe three days away or one year away. I don't know. All no, I know. No. <laughs> You're confusing us. Huh? You are not sure of Do your you understand this answer? Even your wife doesn't understand your answer. My wife doesn't understand my yeah, answer. Yes. There's one thing I know. There's, there's one thing I am setting about. I think you feel that you are called to full-time ministry, yes. but yes. you have not obeyed. Yes, Bishop. That I am setting about. Yes. yes. And, and, that even, and, and that you are currently in obedience, disobedience to the call of God. Type 4. To full, what's type 4? I don't know what the... Type 2. Okay. What's type four? Hey, tomorrow he will disobey. No, okay, no, no I, 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 tomorrow he disobey. So it's like you are practicing the disobedience for now. So, so what you should say is that what you should say is that I am called to full time ministry and I'm disobeying God and God should have mercy on me and God yes. should show me His grace and His kindness. That's all that I ask Amen. for. Amen. That that would have been a safer answer yes. to say. Yes. Bishop. Or what do you think? Yes, Bishop. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Beep. Yes, we have church members drink, sleep, fornicate, do and they are in church. They don't say don't come to church. Yes. So that's why yeah. I am I am currently, I believe that I'm currently not in where God called me to be. And may yeah. God have mercy on me. That's all. Yeah. And he will have mercy. If you ask him, he will have mercy and he will show you grace and kindness. What is we may find grace and mercy to help in, in time, time of need. That's, that's what, when you say that, you take away Satan. Yeah. Satan, because the liar and the deceiver who produces the deception has no deception with you. So the producer cannot be near you. But when you, you, you play games with it, you open the door to Satan. God showed me something. He told me, I'll show, he told me, I'll show you a sign. You know, and he confirmed the sign. He told me, any man of God you see who tells a lie, you should know that the devil is working on his life. He told me that. And he told me because I was about to meet somebody who I, I could not know much about. Then a person told me some lies. And then he just showed me that there's something wrong with the person. I didn't know what it was. I just found out about two or three days ago. Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, don't accept self-deception in yourself. It's not a good thing for you. Just say it as it is. You know, mm. I believe God has come. And I don't know why I've not been able to obey. And I pray for God to have mercy. That's a good foundation for you. At least one of the devils are out. And it's a major change. Yes. And that's maturity in lay ministry. That's all that I want from you. See, when you say that, I feel more comfortable with you when I'm preaching, when I'm talking, yeah. when I'm listening to you. Yeah. And I, because when I came in here, 
you know, I was full of smiles as he was leading. And I said, this anointed man, oh, this one God has called him. This is a real, this is a real minister. That's what I was saying to myself. I said, well, let's continue on the lay ministry now. Yeah. But I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I cannot worship like him. I don't have songs. And when I see worship, I don't know. All this, he can lead us worship. I don't know how to do it. Yes. I don't know how to do it. Can you do this? Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> T, can you lead a worship like Michelle. You know, my lay pastor said, I tell you, some, some of them, the kind of callings they are carrying, I think that the best would be to say, you know, I've not been able to obey God. Just take me like that. I said, oh, yes. Because it's not, look at the exam you did that you passed, 58%, 53 That means you got 58%. It means you got four, 42 wrong. And you became a doctor. So, our lives are not made of 100% correct things. Our lives are made of a lot of not things, things that are not correct. Plus, hopefully to cross the 50. Hey! <laughs> That's why human institutions which give marks never, you see, 50, if you can get half wrong, <laughs> we'll take you. We'll take you as a doctor. If you can just let, not get more than half of the things wrong, you are going to give injections and everything. If you can, please not get more than half mistakes. Kill half and just be right half of the time. We will accept you. Hey! Is it, humans are so lowered. We are so low. It's when you are inexperienced that you delete people because of their mistakes. You are not experienced. You don't know what a human being is. A human being is a failing thing. Yeah. It's failing. It's failing. 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 So rather than, in addition to your failure to obey, add to it, Isaiah 30, adding sin to sin. And say something else. You know, at least you don't add to, and you even pray for grace, better off any day. Better. Beautiful. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's being blessed. Amen. Number one. Anybody else? Uh, wait. Yes, could you want to ask a question? You know, this thing about using the call, I love God and the call, I love God and God. I think they're two different things, aren't they? Because I think we all love God. And sometimes, can we not be confused with the love of God to the call? Because I love you does not mean I necessarily... I think what you were saying was that secondary school, scripture union president, university president, it's like his way, his life... I can also say the same thing. Saying a serious Christian, I was going, the way I was going, it's about, I was about full time. When my lecturers know I'm full time, they're not surprised. So his way is that this is the way I should have gone. Then I went to Geneva From a and child, I found myself that way. He's always like a church person. Okay. It's a preacher. pastor. Mm? Okay. But you see, like, let me say, Henry, come, Dr. Baker. 
Is it Dr. Bakatu is also a church person? Do you see? I think he's always in church. Or oh, I'm wrong. Always. Always. That, that's his bishop there. Yes. Yes. Always. So if I call, if I speak to his wife, I say, oh, he's in church. It's a convention. The whole week, there, like that. Always. Now, so he may be a church person, but he may not have the conviction that he's supposed to be in full time. He should give up everything else and be. So I wouldn't say he's not a church person or he doesn't love God. You see? But you are a church person. The same as he said. Like your life is church. Almost everything about you is about the church. But you feel in your heart that you are supposed to be full-time issue. Is that not the difference? That's the difference. So that difference is important. Do you see? So when you say, oh, I'm called to lay ministry. I'm very comfortable with lay ministry. I'm comfortable where I am. I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. You are, you are building a, a roof that will fall over your head. And, and I think that is correct. That way. So Isaiah 30 verse 1. You know, the last sentence of Isaiah chapter 30, verse 1, it says that then they add sin to sin. You see, so don't add another sin to the existing sin. Do you see? Don't add a sin to your existing sin. Huh? Isaiah 30, huh? Yes. Woe to the rebellious children, say the Lord, that take counsel not of me and cover with the covering not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. So let's say you sinned. I mean, like I was explaining, you can't get, you are not getting 100% in all the things you are doing. Maybe you are getting 50%, 60%. But don't add a sin to it and that will take you down to 30%. Yes. What do you think? Yeah. Is it correct? Do you like what I'm saying? Yes. Do you think I'm saying the right thing? Yes. Yeah. So the maturity of lay ministry is in accepting and declaring freely and openly. Let me, I believe God. When Angie came to stand here, I heard in the spirit. I'm not surprised at what you said. She has n- I've never talked to her about um, full-time ministry, but I heard a voice saying that a lot of her friends are in the ministry. Yes. So I was, I was, I was thinking about who are her friends? I don't know who her friends are, but it's like people in her era are in ministry full-time. Maybe she's one of the ladies who would have been helping me. I have powerful people that have been helping me. And she's been helping in other things. Wow. This campus was built by a lady. Yes. That shows you how powerful. So, one person out, you know, you may not know, when we were leaving Zambia, one of our lay pastors you know, he's, he decided to be full-time. He said, he told his wife, you know, I've struggled with this. I believe this is what God wants me to do. 
I, I really push him because he's high, high earning. This type of high, high jobs. He said, no, I want to. I explained to him how poor he's going to be, how he's going to suffer and everything. He said, no, I've decided. And when he went and told his boss, he was surprised. His boss said, why? You're going to work for who? What, what company? He said, I'm going to work for God, the church. His boss decided to employ him, continue to employ him, and continue to pay him <laughs> as he goes to work for the church. Yes. So as we were leaving, as we were leaving, we left everything with him. All the trucks, everything. He's there. Yes. And his company, his boss, and his boss told him later, he said, I also had that. I should work for God. <laughs> a lot of people have had that call but have not fully obeyed yeah. many are called many are called I think that there is no better foundation for your ministry than truth and honesty yes. I prefer if I sit in my car with you I walk with you and say that I'm obey God and you were not able to obey God and I can rather help say, don't worry. Let us pray about it and let's move on. Let's see what God can do. It's like being with you and you say you've married the wrong person. It's like, no, Charlie, no problem. Marry the wrong person. Let's see what we can do. So, okay, let me, I'll talk with her and then we'll see how to try to make things somehow work. You know? Yes. Truth is a very important foundation. If the foundations are removed, it's difficult for righteous people to do much. So I, I can see, even though they are lay pastors, the foundation will be truth and truth. But it could have been truth and deception. Yeah. And it, it will not be very good. You see, we are dealing with spiritual. And I was explaining to you why we couldn't have lay pastors in Europe. Because this one is a drug dealer. He's changed. This one has changed his name. This one has got a, says a guy named by a Nigerian. This one thinks he's this, this one is that. This one is a, he says a woman. His name is Equia. He's a boy. His name is Equia. And so, I mean, look. Let's be serious. This cannot be used to minister. Yes. Our main person. The whole life is just one bundle of deception and lies. <laughs> I hope you are getting what I'm saying. So I think we are getting we are getting better answers. So I'm sure some of you who came and answered and went back, you are seeing that your answer. You can have a reset, isn't it? Thank you, gentlemen. T, do you have anybody else? Question, yes, question. Crispin, come and get ready to answer. Come. Please, my name is Paul Jomo from Asqua. Jomo, I want to ask if you also have a feeling or a call, you feel you are calling to full time. Mm. You talk to you apply you want to be in full time mm. and then it's like 
there is no way. Then you go on with your circular. Mm. Then you feel the call again. You come back, no way. Mm. Then you come back three times, mm. no way. Then you are in your circular, but you feel you are called to be full-time. Yes. What, 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 what should you do? Yes, if, if that is the case, let's say it's you, and you see, I don't know you. You know, the reason for going to hell in the Bible, one of them is, <laughs> I never knew you. You see, so if you say that you wanted to be in full-time, I don't know, I don't know. We are looking for people to be full-time all the time. All the time. Look, one of the amazing things is that after all the preaching, eh, few people respond. Oh, few, they are, you can count them on your fingers. Few, 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 few. So this brother who the man said is going to continue to employ him and has continued. I told him, that, I said, look, when I preach and preach, you think that people, everybody's giving their life. Oh, it's not true at all. Feel. So I told him that if you feel that way, me, I will, I will accept you. I interviewed him, I talked to him, I said, if really you feel like, come. I, I delayed for some months, made him talk to us. I said, I don't want you to say you, you are, your life is poor because of it. He said, look, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Thought about it. Come. They've rather taken him. Yes. <laughs> I was there with him at the crusade, and they, they sent him a ticket that they need him to fly here, come and officiate something and come in the office, pray over something and go back. They pay, they pay for him too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Crispin, yeah, so you see, so I never knew you. Mm. So, you see, you may say you've come to ask for full-time, come up, because full-time ministry also is also something that you, you apply for in the church, in, in your church. You notice me saying your church. It's your church. It's something you apply for. There's a way, you know, and there must be a need. And sometimes people are persistent. You know, one day, Young Gicho, when I, was, I played golf with them once, one recent time, maybe the last, I don't know how many years, three, four, five years. The man said to me, you have done well, Dr. Cha. He said, you've done well. You've really persisted. He remembers from 2019, whatever, when I came to follow Yonggicho. And he's the one I met, Dr. Cha. He was the mayor of Seoul, Korea. And he was Yonggicho's assistant. So he was a millionaire who supports Yonggicho. It's called Dr. Cha. Cho Cha. Cha. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he happened to be at this golf session that we were all together and we played. And when we finished, we went to sit down to have breakfast or lunch or whatever. We sat together. I was sitting here. Dr. Chow was Dr. Chu was sitting here. And he said, you know, you have done well. Eh? You have really persisted. I remember, you know, Geneva. Uh, not you've heard of in Switzerland. You came. Uh, really persisted. So it's not about saying you've asked three times. You must be persistent. Eh? Go and sit down before something happens to you. <laughs> yes, Crispin. Okay, uh, specific to uh, the brother who just went, he says he's tried three times. And 
I think if we accept that the callings and the gifts are without repentance, mm. then if the call really is genuine, then at some point the call will keep coming. And if it keeps coming, then I think there would always be an opportunity along the line to obey the call. Yes. And so you. <laughs> Where are you? You know what he's saying is throwing white. It's throwing a big net on all those who have said they were called and they missed the opportunity. <laughs> because if he's saying that then the gifts of call of God are without repentance, then what is means that if you were called once, then Charlie, you are so called. <laughs> Mercy. Yes, Crispin. So for, for those who believe that there is a call to full time, uh, then as far as we believe the scriptures to be, that call is unending. And at some point, God will remind and will make opportunity up until we die. So it's wonderful we had a camp ready at 60. So maybe you were not ready at 20 or 40. <laughs> but you can be ready at 60, or you can be ready at 70. And, and in that regard, I think to say that, oh, perhaps the time is, is passed by. There's, a, there's an elder brother in Sierra Leone. He worked for the UN, I think, Pastor Tamba. And when he retired, he gave himself to, to the ministry, um, if I re recall correct. So I think there is, we can always do something to not shut down and think, well, I missed it when I was 30, so. When you're 60. <laughs> oh, I, I, I believe that I'm also called to full-time ministry, and, and I have not given up on that call. At some point, I believe a door will open, and when it does, I'll run through it. Have you opened the door and the door is locked? Have you, I said, go to the door is shut. Oh, no. Um, I don't know what stopped the brother, but I know what stopped me when I made the decision at a certain point. Mm. So um, it, was, it, was, it was family. Not my, not my parents, i.e., but my kids my, and my wife. And in that way... I married uh, a wife. Oh, she's a wonderful so I woman. Come. She tries. Um, when, when I made that decision... Um, and as, as it, came, it became difficult to. So I have learned from that and have restructured what it is I need to do to be able to follow through that call. Beautiful. I, I, I prefer honesty any day. So he, it's what has stopped him from obeying the call is his family, his wife, the cares of the world, his wife, his children, I've choked that word. Mm. Mm. That is incredible. Mm. <laughs> or, yes. That is it. So he has to get anti-choking medicine. Yes. Now I prefer to be in a room full of lay pastors who have all honest with God about whatever, and those who are called to lay ministry, those who are called to full-time ministry, miss an opportunity, are praying for another opportunity, those who are called to full-time ministry, but family has stopped. I mean, these are the real, you can preach well. Yeah. You can preach well. When you preach, the sower went out to sow. You explain it very well. The sower, when we talk about the cares of the world, you know, 
they are not sins. A care is the responsibility of this world. When you are in this world, these are your responsibilities. Yeah. And they choke the call of God as much as evil and as much as sin. No matter how just neutral they are, they are real. So you tell somebody that you are going to have uh, how many children? You finish having one child, two children. What again do you want? If you tell, you, you become like, how many children do you have? Five. Five, Bishop. Five children. Yeah. And he's, he's tried to be on the mission. So you are prepared to hear you preach it. Then you can join me at Give Thyself Holy Conference and, other, and preach for me. And you explain to the people, you know, yes, you explain that. We talk about, you have, you are serious, you have to limit the number of children you are going to have. Yes. Yes, it's a reality. And I will not, I will not have to say it as if I am against your children or against people giving birth. It's not nice, you know, so but you will say it and you explain it. You know, it will purify and strengthen the lay ministry into great maturity if we can all be honest and say, look, it's not that I'm a bad person. The curse of this world, I've dropped my calling and I'm fighting the curse and I'm praying that God can use me even as I'm older. Maybe what a mature person can do Maybe I can still do. I'm hoping for that. Yesterday, a uh, surgeon was telling me, uh, one of our surgeons in Ghana, he was uh, he's, uh, 70 years old, 80, 80 years old, one of the doctors who died, stand on his feet and do operation for eight hours. Yes, you know, we had these three doctors who died, one of them, he was 80. Yes, yes. And he was traveling from, what do you call it? Yes, from going to do surgery. He stood on his feet, 80. Some of them stand back and they, they guide, do this, do this, do this. Some of them, their hands are shaking. At 70, 80, they are doing surgery. Stand on their feet four hours, eight hours, operating. I mean, how much more crisping? If God bless you to be 80, I mean, the wealth of knowledge you may have and the understanding you may have and the truth you will speak. Because the Bible says Jesus Christ came full of grace and truth. Full of truth, not full of deception. That's right. Full of truth and grace. So the more we purify the foundations of lay ministry, the more we stand on truth, the more powerful we'll be. You'll be like Jesus who came full of grace and truth, not full of grace and deceptions. I hope you are with me. How many need Satan to be in the house with you near his children? Now, thank you, Brother Crispin. Dr. Steve. Wow. Somebody's blessed. Amen. So, my name is Stephen Poku. I've been around for a long time, 94. 94? But I was very disobedient, even to become a pastor. I ran away for 10 years. But then one day, I think Bishop Kweku was preaching. The volume for him, please. And I just heard, why are you refusing to be a pastor? So I said, God, I'm sorry. From today, I've changed. So from then on, I gave myself and decided to go. 
about four years ago, Prophet Kaka was preaching. <laughs> and I sat there and told myself that, look, I think it's about time. If ever I'm called to go to full-time ministry, I'm going. So I wrote down, 47 years old, if I'm called, I'm going. <laughs> so that's where I am, Bishop. So do you believe you are called to full-time ministry? I think so. At this point in my life, I'm convinced that I am. And that if and, and so you are looking for an opportunity. Bishop, if you call Or you are yes. If I'm told tomorrow that I should go to full time ministry, I drop everything. You drop everything. Wow. 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 So you see, I think that the, if I am in England or I see him, I'm eating uh, Nando's or KFC with him, I feel more comradeship with him and more understanding and more closeness to him because it's more real yes and I'll, I'll even be looking at you and, and say father you know whatever you can do for our brother do it but not that I'll be doing whatever you can do and then you'll be thinking in your head that who told you that I want to be I want to I want to go who said I want to go and do whatever <laughs> So I believe that having a clear heart and truthful realities in your heart will purify your foundation. If there's no foundation, what can a righteous do? Very little. The same reason why we don't have a lot of churches in Europe. Is like, like Spain. Why don't we have churches in Spain? All the Africans who are in Spain, they are all from the ships. Yeah. They are all from the ships that are crossing from Gibraltar, crossing from Morocco. Oh, they walked across the Sahara in tankers, in boats, in whatever. You can't easily use these type of people to start churches. Yes, true. They are not bad people, but it is like it's not a certain type of person. Yes. Oh, the, sp- the ships are coming in Spain and uh, Italy. That's where they come to. Oh. Hustlers, I mean, people that have come to connection, they take me across the water. I mean, some type of wild people from Nigeria, they walk all the way from Ghana, all the way. I've spoken to a brother who did it. He said they go 50, all capsized, all gone. A boat which is supposed to take 10 people, there are 50 boats that are supposed to take 50. There are 240 people in the boat. And to be the water, come high waves, and then over all, they don't know how to swim. It's very wild. So, God bless you. I think we're going to take a break. God bless wow. you. Thank you very much. So, I believe we have started on our 16-point maturity classes. Hallelujah. And we are going to purify the lay ministry. Amen. All right. What a blessing. It's, uh, I believe your lunch is ready for those of you who opted to for lunch in the because it's a free
opportunity strikes for all who want whatever they want. Huh? Yes. So, um, I'm going to invite um, somebody to take an offering. And I believe that it's a good opportunity. How many are enjoying the campus? Do you have any idea how expensive it is to have this campus? Huh? You don't want to think about it, isn't it? Don't even think about it. You are standing on a forest. This was a forest. Yes. Anywhere you see the forest, this is, this, our golf course here is not a forest. If you see the thick forest, you wouldn't want to go inside. You don't know what, what will be there. The kind of snakes and the kind of vipers with horns and kind of things that, are, that were here. It's, it's, it's not a small thing. So it's a real blessing that we are in this campus. And so I want you to appreciate it because the Bible says they considered not the miracle of the loaves. And I don't want you to not consider the miracle of Anakazo campus. It's a miracle. We are where the missionaries came when they came looking for souls. They came to these mountains. All right. So do you love me the way I love? 